0: Welcome to the Therapist Desk Podcast, where insight meets introspection. I'm your host, Cedric Dale Hoard, a licensed professional counselor. Join me as we travel on a journey through the landscapes of mental and emotional well-being, discussions on faith and navigating the complexities of life. New episodes release on the first and third Wednesdays of every month, because your mental health journey matters. So let's embark on this transformative journey together. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Therapist Desk Podcast. This is episode two. We are continuing a series in which I started and laid the foundation and the framework in episode one entitled Purpose Over Significance. In episode one, I define these two different words. They may sound or seem similar, but they have very different meanings. Purpose, it's about how you want others to feel from you while significance focuses on what you want others to see in you. Purpose aims to serve while significance aims to be seen. Purpose is rooted in service. While significance is rooted in approval, purpose is about how you see others. But significance is about how others see you. At the end of episode one, I said that whenever there is a desperation for significance, there is typically an evidence of emptiness. And that word emptiness is really the main focus for our conversation today. So maybe you heard episode one and you were like, hey, you know, I, I can identify and I can be honest in my life that I have been chasing significance. But now we have to do some work to really get to the root cause. What is the origin of some of this stuff for us? Where did it stem from? Where was the seed planted? That is the focus today. One of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is Proverbs chapter 27, verse 7. I say it to my clients. I refer to it. Many times, but it says, a person who is full refuses honey, but even bitter food can taste sweet to those who are hungry. I think the main message in that verse is not necessarily getting caught up on the things that people eat, right, to to satisfy their hunger, but it's more so focusing on the emptiness. That some of us can be so hungry. And so empty that even things that aren't good for us, even things that are meant to harm us, actually end up satisfying us. No, one, not because those things are actually satisfying or actually good for us, but it is feeling this emptiness inside us. And I think one of the big hindrances that push many of us to chase significance rather than purpose is rejection some of you guys you hear that word and it hits it hits home for you rejection is it's a beast rejection really is the catalyst for a lot of unhealthy and and toxic (laughs) Things in our life. I really want to be able to address that today as it relates to this topic of purpose over significance. And how I'm going to do that today, I'm going to be transparent. I'm going to talk about a, really a season in my own life where I was, I faced rejection. I faced moments of rejection and I didn't handle it the best way. Because I was rejected, I thought that being a person of significance will cover that. And as I was chasing significance, I was ultimately forgetting and neglecting and not paying attention to the purpose that God was still doing in my life. So apart from being a therapist, um, I'm a spoken word artist. I've been a spoken word artist for many years. Um, I've been a spoken word artist before I became a therapist. So poetry has been a big part of my life for years. Really had a lot of great opportunities with poetry. Never would have imagined some of the opportunities I have had with poetry that that would even happen. God has just been really gracious. But it was a point in my life where I I didn't see God's goodness in it. (laughs) I didn't see God's Grayson and I wanna be able to talk a little bit about that today. It is 2024 now, but really where this all stems from was about goodness, a decade ago, that seems crazy. But it was 2014, um, I I wrote a poem entitled New Jordans. Um, New Jordans. I did a a whole production, a whole video to it, and New Jordans, it it went viral in 2014. Um, It got recognized by a lot of different people. It was on different radio stations. Um, It was a pretty big deal, right? But there was this monumental moment that really started this need for significance in my life. I remember the, the the video, the poem came out, and I had sent it to another fellow poet, really just to get their feedback. I, I looked up to this poet; um, I really admired their work. I admired admired their their writing, and I was just simply just wanting feedback, what they thought of it. And this particular person, um, I, I, I guess they they watched the video, they watched the poem, and The only thing that they said to me is, your writing doesn't deserve how many views it's got. And man, as you can imagine, that was a moment of rejection for me. That was a moment where I didn't feel like I was a good enough poet. It was a moment where I didn't feel like I I belonged amongst other poets. Because I've seen this particular person, you know, validate other poets um, that I knew. But really, I felt so much rejection and invalidation from this person um, in that moment. Um, So that was the the first moment of rejection. I remember a few months later, I was performing um, in Chicago. And this particular person that, that made that comment was there. And they were sitting, um, really they were sitting in the front row. I remember I was I was you know reciting saying the piece, and this particular person scoffed while I was saying the piece. And I remember it it totally threw me off. Um, but that was boom, number two moment of rejection. I could go on and on about particular things that I've experienced while saying poetry i don't want to do this whole soap opera thing and and focus on that but there have been some pretty monumental moments that have played into this rejection of me feeling like i just wasn't good enough right that really triggered this push and this desperation for significance to prove that i was actually a good poet so one of my dreams in poetry was to perform at an event called rhetoric. Any of you are familiar with Christian spoken word, Christian spoken word scene. Rhetoric was like at that time the Super Bowl for, for Christian poets. Particular year was was 2018, I auditioned, and I made it to, to rhetoric 2018. Um, Rhetoric is really an event under organization passion for Christ movement. And it was a dream of mine. And I felt like, hey, if I got here, then that would ultimately prove that I belong. And don't get me wrong. The event was amazing. It, It was a highlight of my life. But I remember it being over so fast that this moment I was waiting for and dreaming about, it was just gone, right? It It was so quick. I felt like the poem was so fast, the moment was so fast. And even though beforehand I felt like, hey, getting here would prove that I'm a significant poet. I remember feeling empty in that moment because it didn't really fulfill this desire I thought it would fulfill. It didn't stop the pursuit. It didn't stop the chase to be approved by other poets, by other people who could validate me. And let me tell y'all, I was missing it. I was so, So focused on chasing significance that I missed moments of purpose all around me. I'll give you a few examples of purpose. I remember I was in college, I was in grad school and I was hosting this particular event on my campus. And I said a poem about colorism. And this this white girl came up to me Right. Poem was about colorism. Right. So, so the poem wasn't even necessarily geared towards this person's particular demographic. But they came up to me and said, Hey, I've been battling depression for a few months now. And I started taking medication for depression and I haven't been able to feel any emotions. I haven't been able to cry. I really haven't been able to feel. But hearing your poem, was the first time I was able to feel and cry and embrace emotions that were, I felt numb to for months. That to me is purpose. I remember when I was working a child in an adolescent day treatment program. I remember I said a a particular poem and one of the boys, one of the teens in this program He said, there's a lot of things that made me angry in life, but whenever I listen to one of your poems on YouTube, it calms me down, it soothes me. That is purpose. But y'all back then in the moment, I didn't see those moments as purpose. I didn't see those moments as memorable and purposeful and meaningful. Because I was so focused on trying to prove to other poets, to other people that I somehow belonged, that I somehow was good enough. Many of you may be in the same position. Where you are constantly hearing about the purpose that God has given you. You are constantly hearing about how you are impacting other people. And that's really what purpose is about. Again, purpose is always focused on other people it is how others feel from you purpose is not about what you do but it's the impact that you make as a result of what you are doing many of you are hearing purpose every single day and you're still questioning you're still asking god what is my purpose because you're really focused on significance god had to show me that cedric I have constantly reassured you of your purpose, but you are still chasing approval, born out of you being rejected. I don't want us to miss this. I don't want us to believe, to falsely believe that we don't have a purpose because we are still trying to chase something to feel a void that we are filling. Again, purpose is the impact that you are making on other people. And sometimes y'all, I feel like we think popularity is a measure of our purpose when it's not. Just because people know you doesn't mean you're necessarily walking in purpose. But If people are impacted by you, If God is using you to transform the lives of even one person or even just a few people, people that may never post about it, right? You may impact people and may never make the news. It may never make a reel. It may never make social media. But what it did make is that person's heart smile. That is purpose. And I don't want us to miss it. Some of us are still battling and dealing with the hurt of rejection. And don't get me wrong, we are human. Rejection impacts us. It, It takes a toll on us. But what if rejection is really just redirection? What if rejection isn't saying that you aren't good enough? But maybe it's redirecting you into a lane and into your purpose. What if it's redirecting you to the people that God has called you to? Because this is the thing I had to realize, right? Those people, those teens that I remember that that, that said, hey, I was depressed, I was suicidal, but you were able to help me through this time. What makes their comments and their experiences less important than those who have a big name and say, yo, you a dope poet. I rather hear in my life that you have transformed an area of my life rather than just being labeled as dope. And some of us, we only focus on dope. If we hear that we are dope, that's all we wanna hear. That's all we've been chasing after. But are you giving people hope? Are you impacting them? Purpose is not about milestones. Purpose is about meaning. What type of impact and meaning are you making in the lives of others? Because I'm telling you, you will chase milestones. You will reach success. You'll get all of that. I don't doubt that but will it still feel that void of emptiness? That I'm not sure. So if we are going to be people that chase purpose rather than significance, then we have to deal with the root of rejection. Perhaps, again, rejection is just redirection. Perhaps it is just moving you and purposing you, positioning you, into the lane, into the calling, into the people that God has put in front of you. And this is the other big thing that we are going to dive into in episode three. Purpose forces you to always consider your character. But significance will simply only focus on calling. And I think that's another hindrance as we are trying to be people that chase purpose rather than significance. Many of us are only focused on our calling and we end up neglecting our character, but that's for episode three. We're going to talk about it. We're going to be real. We're going to be honest about it, but I hope this episode blessed you. I hope you can take away some things. I just don't want you to applaud what I've been saying, but I want you to apply what I've been saying. Really wanted to hit your heart and then hopefully hit and change your actions. Y'all be blessed. See y'all in episode three.